Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of College Football Uncensored, brought to you by Saturday Down South. I'm your host, Tyler Huck. With me as always, my co-host, we're two cheery young guys, Chris Marler. Chris, great day yeah. to be alive. Welcome in, guys. Great day um, to be alive. That's my like my least favorite song. <laughs> um, no, that's fun. That's fun. No, it, it was a fun weekend, I guess. It was a... <laughs> so bama had their spring game there's a lot to talk about yeah um so how do you want to like go about this i'm trying to think we should we should do role play and i'm thinking like how do we want to go about this do we want to do bama spring game as from the angle of just covering it like objectively like covering it do we want to do it as in bama spring game from uga twitter or do you want to do bama spring game as like bama homer you want to do objective? Uh, I think we should go objective. Yeah. I think you could easily say from the Georgia's point of view, dog, it's just so sad. Like, <laughs> daddy's daddy's back. And uh, that's all I saw. It's like, man, Bama's, they're, they're going to struggle to go seven and five this year. And, man, wow. Can you believe what's happened to the program? Big Game and Boomer said that. So, oh, we have, we have 69 views right now. We got 69 live. Thank Whoa. you for doing this. Um, yeah. So, like, there's like so much hate being spewed, mainly for me, because do you know do you know Adam Brenneman is? Adam Brenneman. This is this is like this is just a thing that happens. Okay, I'm right. a Tom Brenneman. Are they related? Who's Tom Brenneman? Isn't he like a baseball announcer? I don't know. Oh, I'm um, Tom Brenneman. What? So Albert Brenneman is from Hitch. Okay. Yeah. Um this just Tom seems Brenneman. to be like a thing that's just going to happen though nowadays whenever Bama has a spring game. And that is, did you, I need you to pull up Twitter real quick. Pull up Twitter on your computer. Okay. Okay. Just type in Adam Brenneman. Do you ever see the late? Wait, game? I think Tom Brenneman was the guy that will go. Yeah. Yeah. He's the Castellanos guy. <laughs> it's and it's a deep, it's a deep drive to left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so this was like... All right, so I'm on Twitter. Where do I go? Adam Brenneman. Adam Brenneman. Got it. Albert Brenneman was in Hitch. Adam Brenneman um, was the Cassianos guy. Hayes Glenn, Turpin Ellis. Oh, I've Adam. seen this Adam Brenneman guy. Uh, who did I Just see him down. interview? Okay. Just scroll down. Scrolling. Scroll down until you see something somewhat familiar. Uh, you... Oh, Bro Jackson. And he got retweeted by John Reese Plumley. So this is just now a thing that happens every Alabama A days that somebody national is going to steal my shit, <laughs> and then and then get credit for it. So we had the Bro Jackson thing, which was kind of cool. I thought it was cool that he recognized it. I didn't think it was cool that he stole it. Even Connor. That's how I found out. Connor sent me a text, and he's like, "Bro, this is like blatant. Um, you miss it? It was like a video we did about." Um, John Rice Plumley and I called him Bro Jackson because he played. It was still pretty cool. We talked about it last episode, I think, or last time you were on here, which was like, dude played center field and like in for UCF in an actual game against Memphis, got pulled, hops in a golf cart, drives across um, uh, campus and jumps into the locker room, changes into a you know his, his football outfit mm-hmm. for his little skits, mm-hmm. um, and then and then goes and plays in the spring game. It's pretty cool. Um, that's not what we're talking about today. What we're talking about today is the Bama spring game, Colorado spring game, uh, LSU spring game. Mm. Now, the LSU spring game, I'm assuming, was closed to public or just because there's no way that nobody wouldn't have showed up. Nobody showed up? There's like no one in the stands, but like there's no, it had to have been closed to the public, which I don't, maybe because of COVID. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Brian Kelly's still so big in the COVID thing. Yeah. Um, all right. So, the, where we want to start then? Do we want to start with Bama or do you want to leave that? We'll start with Bama. Okay. So it's clear that, you know, they've taken a step back, humongous step back. Right. Um, it doesn't seem like they really will be competitive in the West this year. What do you think? <laughs> so if we're being objective, the quarterback play in the first half, I think, left some, um, some something to be desired. Something to be desired. I think there was like, it wasn't great. Um, it's a spring game. Mm-hmm. I feel fine. Like, I, like I, I'm not as like as concerned because everything we're seeing is like. So here, here's the thing. Like, like 
I, I think that it's for me, if I I'm wearing a Bama shirt right now, everybody knows that watches the podcast or listens to the podcast knows that I grew up a Bama fan. Um, at this point, if you can't sit here and logically say that I'm an objective person, then fuck off. Like, I, I don't even know what else to say. Cause, cause it's like, I, I've, I am as objective as possible with Bama. I said last year they were going to lose to LSU. I said they were going to lose to Texas. I think I said that we we're going to beat Tennessee. Um, so I was what, like one and two, but like, you know, like I, I, I was, I haven't been sitting here like banging the drum just for Bama over any of these teams for like um, quite some time. I think with the spring game, I at, like, like you have a new offensive coordinator. It's your first time, like actually calling plays with both quarterbacks. You're, you go into that game trying to figure out who your quarterback is going to be. I think that they underwhelmed at times in that game. I don't think that like from like they had a ton of drops, a ton of drops, which, which is cause for concern. Um, yeah, with the receivers and shit like that. Who's going to be the number one receiver this year? Jacory Brooks. Jacory Brooks. But, but see, here's the thing. Also, like the 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 offense is, I think, going to be predicated around a lot of play action to the tight ends. Like target, we targeted six different tight ends. I don't even know how, that we had six tight ends on that team. Um, it's not going to be the same kind of like explosive type of offense, like throwing the ball deep, which you really haven't even seen in the last two years because you didn't see that a lot last year with Bill O'Brien's offense, where they were targeting a lot of deep balls, getting people just on go routes, deep posts, all that kind of shit. Um, that you saw the year before that when you had a guy like Mechie who could do kind of some more some of the more intermediate routes, and then Jameson Williams, who's a you know a four two guy, um, going deep. I I don't know if, like what that's gonna look like. I do know that like you're not showing a lot. It's your first time having plays called from um, from like that standpoint. You, you didn't run the football like near near like even close to what you're gonna. I think like like the the play calls. It was not sixty forty run throw. It felt like if anything, it was sixty forty uh, like throw run, and that's just not what you're gonna have in in um, in what's his name's offense. Um, Tommy Reese's offense because like it is from the, from all the numbers we've seen at Notre Dame, it's going to be a run first offense. Thought Justice Hayes looks good. We barely saw Jace McMill- McC- uh, McClellan. Um, here's the one thing I will say: I think that like the the quarterback situation is not solidified. I definitely agree with that. The seven and five thing, fucking big game boomer throughout there is. Well, he's a darn troll. I mean, yeah, he was yeah. there. He was. Um, how about Malik Benson, the the JUCO uh, receiver that was brought in? He seems like he could be a starter. Yeah, he's going to be a starter for sure. I think that, um, and this is like Willie, Willie Gray brings up a good point. Says people are wanting to see Bryce 2.0, and that bar isn't easily reached. I, listen, like I, I've said this over and over and over again, you're going to have some sort of natural fall off at that kind of position when you've had that. Like, same with same with the receiver position you saw last year. Like you're going to have some natural fall off because of how dominant and how elite they've been at that position. The one thing that no one seems to be talking about outside of Bama beat reporters. It's something we threw out there that I, I, I know I mentioned with Carson Beck um, and, and stuff like that. Just, just throwing this out there. What if this is the best defense that they're going to see all season is what they saw on, 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 on Saturday in Tuscaloosa. I, it's, it's well it's always a it's a fair question to ask no doubt about it um and any it always is when you're facing an alabama defense um yeah. sounds like they absolutely hit it out of the park with caleb downs at same dude um it seems like caden proctor the guy that flipped from iowa late is going to end up being the starter at left tackle see now i wouldn't i wouldn't necessarily say that he's he's the shoe in for starter Elijah Pritchett, who was the guy that started at left tackle with the first team, he did not look great. He's had mm-hmm. um, some issues. Uh, Saban even and pointed to it or uh, or pointed out in his post game, which was he had he had some issues where it's not just getting beat; it's also like some penalties and costly penalties at, at costly times. And and like that, that's something you saw from a year ago that you just do not want to have if you're Alabama, which is like costly penalties giving you five, ten yards on third down, getting yourself from third and two to third and seven, that's just not where you can live. Um, especially when you do have a young quarterback, right? No matter how you look at it. So I think that um, you still have JC Latham, mm-hmm. number one tackle in the country coming out of high school. He's a, he's a third year guy, uh, physically massive. Caden Proctor also physically massive. He's six, eight, six, seven, six, eight. Um, huge. Uh, so I so think he's still in high school. 
Yeah, they get there's a lot of guys on this on this yeah. team. Like Justice but, Haynes. Yeah, was kind of surprised about that. Yeah. That really is good. um Jason Statham. <laughs> um yeah, Jason Statham could start. I so some on three brought this up too. And and here's the thing. I, I think that there's there's stuff still to be figured out with the quarterback position. I really do. I don't think that's in question. I don't think that's a shock to anyone. But one thing that seems again be be very um quiet at least in terms of being talked about is that the defense that you saw on on saturday i think is going to take a massive step forward and here's the other part too so you lose will anderson i understand that you 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 lose a couple guys like on defense you return probably the best cornerback in the country in kool-aid mckinstry he will probably be the first cornerback taken in the draft next year you have um (laughs) pin diesel's the best um you have Caleb Downs, who on three brought up the other day. They're like, he might be the best player on the roster right now, which is <laughs> crazy. Dumb. I mean, like, there's there was a play that was an underthrown ball by Dylan Lonergan. Um, uh, like, it was an underthrown ball. Ja'Cory Brooks catches it against Kool-Aid. Um, and, and Caleb Downs in coverage. His hips, just how fluid he was, how quick he was able to change direction – now, anytime your safety is the one that's like making a lot of plays, um, that's never good. But it wasn't like he was the like he didn't lead the team in tackles. It wasn't anything crazy like that. It was like that kid stood out because he is going to have to step in right away and play. You know, like he's 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 replacing a three year starter. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's had uh, you know a couple weeks to learn the the system. Um, he's still, you know, he's straight, like, again, another guy that should be in high school. So his strength and conditioning isn't where it's going to be in the fall, let right. alone two or three years down the road. So yeah, it sounds like Bama got an awesome player right out of George's backyard. Yeah. Justice Haynes too, with being, a, a you know, having three touchdowns and shit like that. I think that's also big. Um, I got my dad hat on. Um, I think that like, I, I think they're going to be fine. Like, like again, I don't think that this is something where you're going to like you're going to get to the fall. And and I'm not saying that I think Bama is going to win the SEC or going to win, you know, I don't think they're better than Georgia. I think Georgia's by far the best team in the SEC um and the country. But I I do think that like anybody anybody that has just like if we're basing it off of last year two losses by four points on the road on the last play of the game and a spring game. Good luck. I mean, I just look, like, look. You got a whole season where you still like, I, I just, I think that there's, I think that offensive line's going to be really good. I think they're going to run the pool really well. And I think that defense is going to be the best defense they've had in, in, in a minute. And let's not forget too, that Saban has won multiple championships with quarterbacks that I wouldn't consider to be anywhere close to elite. Also the, every championship, the last four times he's had a quarterback that's his first year starter. They won the, the last, I think it's the last four titles they've won. The last three titles they've won was with a first year starter. Yeah. So it's, uh, I think there was a lot of people just waiting to jump onto Bama for something. Of course, you know, you're going to lock onto uh, maybe not having one QB. Uh, what do you think about the long, I don't know how do you say his name? Dylan Longer, Longerman? Lonergan? Lonergan. We, uh, we talked about him before, but he seemed to have a real presence in the game. I would be shocked if he's the starter, but he did look good. Yeah. I mean, so, and then, but Saban said afterwards, he, he kind of alluded to the fact that like, you know, like our, our buddy Clint Lamb, he even posted, he was like, it seemed like it was pretty obvious that um, afterwards when he's talking about like the different players uh, entering the, the draft or entering the draft in the portal um, that if you're a quarterback, Thinking about entering the portal, I don't think Bama's done quite yet. Like, if, if it's between the two guys, who do you think it's who do you think it goes to? Um, I guess I think probably at this point, I mean, Milrow's got the higher upside because he does have one elite trait, like his running ability. So, and if he, you can work he that off in the game, yeah. I mean, if you could, um, you know, tailor an offense around that aspect of his game, like you could make that work. Like see Jalen hurts. I mean, see, but that's, that's the other thing too, is I don't feel like they're, they're, 
they put in a, a system where we're going to just have an offense based around that kid's talents. And that's, and, and I will also say, but that's a failure on the coaching staff. If that, if it comes down to him being the starter and they don't, he's a starter. Yeah. Yeah. A, a thousand percent agree. I, I will say that I, all I wanted was for him to be the starter. I've said it over and over and over. I said it on, on, on different podcasts and radio and TV and all that kind of shit. Um, that like he, if you don't have him on the field, that means you are keeping the best athlete on the field off the field. I will say that if it's from what I saw Saturday, if they were going into a game next week, Ty Simpson is going to be your starter because he made less mistakes. Milro made a couple of mistakes that were inexcusable in terms of like one after like a big play, I think it was either on third down or it was like a big, uh, you know, completion. He threw a ball as he was getting hit that, that was juggled around and tipped around in, um, in, in like pretty heavy coverage that should have been picked and it wasn't. And then the ball, when they get, you know, Ty Simpson throws a interception on the goal line. They're like inside the 20, right? And he, he's, he's, he throws like a, a I mean, it was a full extension interception from the defensive the defensive back that was like a really good interception. Um, but you get the ball back, and it's, you know, first and 10 from the one-yard line, and they decide to throw it deep, and he throws a pick immediately. And it was like a terrible throw. Right. Um, the decision-making, I think, that if it was tomorrow, I think that, that Ty Simpson's your quarterback. Okay. Well, certainly it'll probably go back into fall, and we'll see who takes the, the lead there. Maybe after some more time with the offense, one of the freshmen uh, steps up as well. Yeah, so you never know. We'll see. Um, uh, across the way there, LSU, um, from all accounts, um, it looks like LSU's special team's not fixed, even though they got rid of Brian Polian. Um, missing some field goals there. All, all jokes aside, nobody's here to hear about that. Uh, it looks like you know they're finally going to have a decent run game with Noah Kane. It, they've kind of struggled at the running back position over the course of the last couple of years, but it sounds yeah. like Noah Kane might be the answer to some of those questions. Um, Jaden Daniels clearly um, continuing to get better in the offense. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that offensively they're going to be fine. I, I do wonder yeah. defensively. Um, they have the talent, no doubt. Brian Kelly's come out and said they don't have the depth of talent they would like. The DBs, they're pretty much all transfers, um, and they didn't look great in the spring game. I'm not going to take too much into it, but of course they're going to have to be ready week one against a, a you know, a top ten, top five type offense at Fort State. So, did you get to see any of this game? No. So it was on at the same time as the Bama game, so I did not watch it. Um, I watched I watched a bit of the replay and stuff like that, some of the highlights of it. Like Aaron Murray spoke very, very highly, and he was there covering the game. He spoke very highly of the quarterbacks and the receivers, but especially the quarterbacks. Um, you know, I, I think you have, and I think this is pretty fair to say, because I can't, and off the top of my head, I can't think of a better quarterback room, because I don't think that Vandergriff is like, has the experience. He hasn't played, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but from a quarterback standpoint, like the, the best depth uh, is definitely going to be, what do you call it? Um, uh, in Baton Rouge. Right. So no, yeah, little, well, yeah, Nussmeyer. I mean, yeah, and, and Jaden Daniels is he's he's skinny. So yeah, you know, uh, one wrong hit and Nussmeyer is going to see himself in some pretty serious uh, duty next year. So well, he also uh, we saw it last year. Like that's, yeah, I mean, and he, he was really good. And, and yeah, down year. down the stretch, I was like, man, he might be the QB one next year. Um, right. It's only a good thing for LSU, I think, if if Daniels has been able to hold him off. Um, so it'll be interesting to see that. Uh, one more thing on the Bama thing that I forgot we didn't mention. Um, did you ever take into consideration the rumors out of Miami that Tyler Van Dyke was looking to go to my, to Alabama? Like, do you think that was real? I'd be down for that. <laughs> I mean, I mean like, he, like, a lot of I these just, players I, now, Florida State, apparently like 247, Florida State came out and said, one of our best D tackles is like contemplating hitting the portal because he wants more NIL. And like, that's what, you know, Tyler Van Dyke did. And it's just like this, maybe this is what we see now is like, these players yeah. will flirt with teams, you know, get a raise where they're currently at is maybe the end goal. But um, I just thought it was so interesting here's that the thing too. here's the thing too. being like Chad Kelly was talking about this. We had him on last year around this time last year, maybe it was like a, uh, like March of last year. And then he just did a interview with um, pardon my take. Um, I believe, I believe you mean swag Kelly, right? Yes. 
And one of the questions that they brought up and some that we brought, we asked them as well is like, what's it like being a, an SEC starting quarterback? And he's like, it's the greatest time of my life. It, like, mm-hmm. like the, it's just endless amounts of like whatever you want. Like, I'm sure being the starting quarterback at Miami is pretty cool. Yeah. I, I bet being a football player at Miami is pretty cool. Being the starting quarterback at Alabama versus being the starting quarterback at fucking Miami is Not much terrible. different. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's it was like like I was there was there's fifty eight thousand people that showed up for the spring game. When's the last time Miami had fifty eight thousand people show up for a home game, if ever? Uh, well, probably. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they don't even have their own stadium, so. Yeah. So I, I think that like, and also Van Dyke's got like you know I, I think that bringing anyone in to continue the competition at QB, I'm fine with. And that's yeah. It. Also, one of my favorite thing about this weekend when they, they were talking about the two quarterbacks, like their recruiting comparison, do you know that Jalen Milrow, who's like a legit 4-3, like, like legit 4-3, possibly a 4-2 type guy, they had him They had him ranked. At, they, so they were showing Ty, Ty Simpson next to him, and it was like, Ty Simpson, the number two overall dual threat quarterback, and they're showing like Ty Simpson with his Ty Simpson hair, yeah. just like very, very white. And then it was like Jalen Milrow, the number 16th ranked pocket passing quarterback. And it was like, <laughs> I just, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's, you know, in Biden's America, we finally, the race, <laughs> the racism right there. Uh, it sounds like um, LSU is going to have Kyron Lacey step up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a pretty good spring game. So to go along with Malik Neighbors, yeah, pretty good receiver room there. Um, Big too, tall, lanky. Yeah, so um, I think LSU is gonna have a really good offense this year. Um, I think there's definitely some different difference makers on defense. They get Mason Smith back, who yeah. tore his ACL in game one last year, like on the second play of the game against Florida State. So um, and everything great we heard to- going into the season last year, he was like already a difference maker. Yeah, dominant. So um, getting him back, you know, we'll have to see how he progresses through the year coming off that injury, but. Uh, I think LSU's primed to to take another step this year. I mean, 10 wins last year was big. Could have had mm-hmm. more if they didn't blow it against Texas A&M. Um, but would they? Well, they also, you know, might have had less if they fair. didn't skate through against Alabama and Arkansas. Fair. fair, fair. Uh, we talked about Oxford and how, you know, it'd be pretty cool. Uh, Morgan Wallen. It's like, you know, I have so many feelings about this. Because, like, I, I'm not a fan of cancel culture. But we He's already have been canceled video. once. Me? No, he. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, like, and with good reason. Like, there's a there's a video of him dropping the N-word. And then, we, and then, like, and then his, his, like, people were, like, dug in deeper. They're like, fuck oh, yeah. it, dude. I'm, He's I'm never even been bigger. Morgan Wallen. Yeah. If Morgan Wall, the only thing that can cancel Morgan Wallen right now is if he was on a Bud Light game, <laughs> which, which he, he might get. Yeah, um, yeah. So he was like, what supposed to perform actually in the football stadium, and bought, yeah, and just like never came out. No, he's still straight for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, so he like so, so and and he canceled in like the shittiest way. He was like. So, so if you don't know the story, oh, he dropped Wallen, like an iPhone note, like he was decommitting. Yeah, <laughs> please respect my my privacy at this time. Yeah, um, please. This is in God's hands. God did this. Respect yeah. my decision. I'm decommitting. It's he not even a word. That. When they when they posted, it has the red squiggly line under because decommit is not supposed to be a word, mm. but it's just in our language now. Also, he's whoever wrote like wrote unfortunately. I think he spelled it wrong. There was like a. Oh, that's perfect. There's like a typo in or something like that at some point, unless somebody was just making a joke that said, unfortunately, no, but so he used to do back to back nights. Um, and he was doing Saturday night, Sunday night in Vaught Hemingway, which is like a pretty cool thing. Like he's doing like a stadium tour and especially doing like, like you've seen this like kind of happen over the past couple of years where, you know, Garth Brooks did the, the one in Birmingham, Garth Brooks did Baton Rouge, like in Tiger stadium, which is like fucking incredible. That's like a, that's like a all time, concert um but like he he had he he canceled but he like he canceled where he he performed on saturday sunday night he had his opening two acts perform so the first act goes on performs comes off stage second act comes on performs comes off stage and then like you're getting ready for more crowds getting gassed up 
been been gassed up. Yeah, been, been gassed up. Been getting day. lubricated all day long waiting for like, this. And you know, you know damn well. Have you ever been to Oxford? I've never been to Oxford, no. Getting in and out of Oxford is not easy. It is okay. a it is it is very difficult to get in and out of Oxford. He what was that? I dropped my phone. Oh. So there's people that like, you know, like that had been there, like obviously just for that, right? And then he just drops a note. He's like, hey, man, my bad. <laughs> Lost my voice. Can't perform. And like, so at, at that point, you're like, okay, did you, like your voice was, was your voice just all of a sudden lost? Or was it like, you, it was lost all day and you thought you could go and you couldn't? Because yeah. um, he handled it very poorly. And then it comes to find out there was like a, there was like a video that, that went viral of a security guard. And he was like, he was too drunk to stand. He couldn't fucking stand on his own two feet. <laughs> and, so, you know, so he, they just canceled the whole show. And there was like this one dude that tweeted out. It was like, I spent $10,000 on these tickets. That sounds like a you problem, brother. Anybody spending $10,000 on any ticket? Uh, yeah. I'll, unless it's a DUI to get out of it, then yeah. Like, I don't like, like $10,000. And then they, then he like showed the receipt. It was like, he had four tickets that were over a thousand dollars a piece, and like it was sixty seven hundred dollars for four tickets. Dude, so there's a reason why Margaret Morgan Wallen lost his voice. His last album had thirty six fucking songs on it. I, dude, I'm going to Taylor Swift on Friday. And you like, are? Yeah. Here? Yeah. Where's it at? Mercedes Benz. Of course it is. Yeah. Tete. I'm pumped. It's my friend Lillian. Um, 36 songs. You know the craziest thing. So he that album has been number one on in all genres for the past seven weeks. On the like iTunes top forty, he had th- all 36 of his songs were in the top forty. Shut up. Yeah, I swear to God, that he's that big, dude. He's like he. I think he had the second biggest tour last year behind Bad Bunny. Which Bad Bunny? Bad Bunny. He was number one. Bad Bunny was number one by a long shot. I feel so old right now. Also, yeah. thanks. Ben Diesel said you're going to look like such a creeper. First off, it's not going to be a concert full of teenage girls. This is like, here's the thing about Taylor Swift. Are you serious? It's not going to be all teenage girls. It's no, gonna it's be not a lot all, of... but a lot. Yeah, but like, I won't be around them legally. I'm not a lot within allowed. Uh, don't, don't, don't okay. No, I, like, I, I don't think it's going to be that bad. It's going to be like. It's going to be loud. It's going to be so, but. But she's she like her set list is 44 songs. That's insane. It's th- Have you already, are you one of those guys that looks at the set list before you go? A thousand percent. Oh god, why would you do that? Well, in this case, Tyler, it's 44 fucking songs. So I want I want 44 surprises, Chris. You know what I want? I want trips to the bathroom planned, and I want like to know when I'm gonna have my drinks. Also, the, the draft is on Friday, so I'm gonna like be like running back and forth and shit. But like, oh, okay, so wait, you're going during the draft? Yeah, sir. It's Taylor Swift. Okay, okay. I'll let the I'll let the chat room decide. Okay, hold on. First your off, fate. <laughs> but we will kill you. <laughs> um, no, it's okay. Hold on. So here's here's the set list. Um, so like I, I'm going through it right now. Right, set list number. I know number five. Lover. I know that one. Lover. Um, now, then I know number eight and nine. Okay. Um, I know number 18. So we got about an eight song break of nothing. Um, I know all of... Ugh, fuck. See, this is, this is what I don't like. So I, I know like... Are you about to go through all 44 songs and something? I'm going through them right now. I know. Don't listen to this. Just shut up. I know 18. I know 21 and 22. And then I know, I know 31. So there's, there's like two, eight song breaks where I have no fucking clue. Okay. Well, that's when you use the restroom. This is going to be. All right. Let's talk about Colorado because. Yeah. uh, They look really bad. And any player that was any good at all that was already on the tra- on the uh, roster seems to be transferring out after the game. Fifteen people. You had uh, a guy from the all all name team, Montana Limonius Craig, 
who was the he had 150 yards receiving, including a 98 yard touchdown in the spring game. What? He's moving on. Uh, Tyron Taylor expected to be an important defensive piece. Uh, so yeah, 15 in, in total. Uh, Dion's like I feel like Dion is is kind of like Dabo, but then he kind of gets away with saying what he says because uh, he was like, yeah. Uh, we didn't put any in the portal. You know, we didn't make anybody quit. They quit themselves. You know, yeah. he's kind of like that old school mentality. Uh, shocking to see this many people enter the portal, though. I don't know what. You, so, so are right you still now, on the Dion? Like, uh, Dion's going to be really successful train or no? No. When was I ever on that train? Okay, I, I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> this is this is how shit starts. <laughs> Were you still on the whole Auburn's going to win the Natty next year train? Or like, I can't I can't remember. Oh, that's um, just to say. No, so they um they have uh twenty two like scholarship players from last year's team, which is not doesn't mean that may not mean much because last year's team was awful, um, but twenty two scholarship players. Yes, sir. That's bad. That's, That's not good. Bad. No, buy it real bad. Buy it. Uh, yeah, I think Colorado is going to have a tough first year. I tweeted this the other day. I know it seems like sour grapes, but I feel like Travis Hunter. I feel like Travis Hunter has uh, chosen to waste his career going with Dion. I did see you write that. Personally. Um, okay. So now that we're done with most spring, all spring, you want to rank 14 through one, the teams in the SEC? We can. Now, are we missing anything from else around the league? Nebraska had their spring game. It seemed like the a lot of people came out. That was like they like actively tried to bury any kind of bad juju from the two thousands. Um, yeah, <laughs> Willie Gray makes a very good point. Um, Nebraska had theirs. Uh, they ran a fullback dive on the first play to honor Frank Solich. Nice Is he dying or something. I mean, I I, I would imagine so. Wow. <laughs> After I said that, I thought it was rude, but you found a way to make it way worse. Um, I mean, how old is he? 78. He doesn't look 78. Oh, good for you, Frank. Frank. Frank the Tank. Uh, Oklahoma had their spring game, but I mean, they, they've they got better on defense. Let's talk about that for a second. Had to have. Oh, yeah. What? How Brent Venables was like, if you don't get a ton of people out to your spring game, your program doesn't matter. Who was he talking about? No idea. Did you see the final score? I did not. The final I score of the Oklahoma game. I'd like you. I'd like you to put us on the side and I, no, but stop, stop, stop. Okay. I want you to put us on the side. I want you to bring up Google and I want you to. I want to see your reaction in real time. Oddly craggy. Okay, hold on. But what are you doing? What did I just say to do? I'm I'm putting us on the side. Oh, okay. Dick. But don't look it up yet. Okay. I'm not. Right. I want to see this. Duck, duck, go. Okay. Oh man. Oklahoma spring game. Hmm. Five takeaways. Sure. Can you give me a final score in there? Maybe go to the top. See if you can find it. I'll see if I can find it on Twitter too, and I'll send it to you. You, how about how about you take a guess what the the final score was? Uh, I've I don't really know which way to go. Like really underscoring or really not. I heard the defense was better, so I'm gonna go low. You, gonna... you heard the defense was better. Who told you that? Uh, don't worry about it, Tyler. The final score eighty four to eighty two. Eighty four to eighty two. <laughs> Oh wow, dude! <laughs> but I mean, was that a re- was it a real game? Whoever had to take that? Well, they both started at thirty-eight. Uh, the scoring no. system awards points to both teams for punts, defense, eighty-four to eighty-two. But yeah, but I mean, it's not real. It's not a real score. No, it's not real football either. But here's the thing: if you're Oklahoma at this point, like if I'm Britt Venables, yeah, you don't want that to necessarily be the headline. <laughs> No, that's not good. You're a defensive guy. You were shit last year. You got beat 49 to nothing against Texas. 49 to nothing. Ugh. Ugh. Sire. It's tough. Um, all right, let's 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 rank the SEC, the future league for Oklahoma. 
I think yeah. at 14, I'm going to go out on the leash. I'm going to say Vandy's the worst team. I'm going to say Tennessee. Tennessee? No. <laughs> Vandy. Um, I think then there's a conversation between a couple different schools. Ooh. I think you could go easily go Auburn here. You could go Missouri. Mm-hmm. From what I saw from Florida, unless they get a new QB, you, they could be down here. Now, listen, we have um, – Audley Craggy is live and watching right now, and I don't, I don't want him to feel like this is – I'm going to say Mississippi State. It's 13? Mm-hmm. Okay. And why is that? You just, you just think first year it's transitioning. Too overcome. It's too much to overcome, yeah. and they don't have enough pieces in place. And, I, like, you lose Ra-Ra Thomas. Uh, you, like, I mean, you, like, I just I, – I hate it, but, yeah, I have them – I'll have them last. Okay. Uh, I'll go then to Missouri. Yeah, um, they do get Jake Garcia, but he was awful at Miami. Uh, he's a former f- high four star, five star yeah. type talent. Um, but I just, you know, they, they lose obviously Dominic Lovett, who also went to Georgia, right. just like Rara Thomas. Um, so I, I don't know, you know, Brady cook was out for the spring. So I don't know if, Yet Sam Horn was injured. There are other QBs, so I just don't really know where they're headed with QB. And same thing can be said for Auburn, right? At this point, yeah, I think those are those are probably interchangeable. I think I like Hugh Freeze as better as a coach. I also think they'll they'll aggressively try to bring someone in the portal. And the they would have to, yeah. So I mean, I can see them being better. But look what you said about the fucking the guy. Um, the quarterback, I, mean, I, I can't, I can't remember his name right now, but the quarterback from coastal Carolina. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, he's been Chris, there forever. Yeah. Whatever. Fucking whatever his name is. <laughs> We're killing it today. Yeah. Um, the fact that that guy couldn't get into Florida. That's the rumor. Well, we don't know if it's true. Florida's like a tough. Yeah, Florida's a great school. And, and maybe maybe he needed a spring semester to get the grades up, and he could transfer now. I don't know. But either way, that's that's not good. I've, I've got – so if, if, if we've got Vandy, Mississippi State. Missouri. Missouri. Auburn? I have Florida next. Florida next. Okay. Yeah, no offense, oddly. I know you're here. We appreciate you being here. And I hope you're right. I hope they are an 8-9 win team. Um, I hope you're wrong. But – they do have very high academic standards. That that part was not a joke. Um, so like that, it could have just been. And I only brought that up because it could have just been Florida that he couldn't get into because Florida's a really good school. Like I don't know if yeah. he can get to Auburn. I don't know. If he can get I don't think that. I I think for athletics, it's not that hard. I mean, either fucking way. Chris Rainey was there. Time to die, bitch. <laughs> what is that? Do you remember when he said that to the girl? No, Chris Rainey. No, he texted some uh, his like ex girlfriend like time to die, bitch. Like, <laughs> you don't remember that? I do not. I bet even Audley will admit to that. Come on. Um. Yeah, uh, all right. So Florida. Good. Then would you go Auburn or would you go something? Yeah. More then like, I'd have Auburn. Okay. Okay. So now we start to get into to, that's probably the the bottom third of the of the league. This is where I think you could. There's some arguments you made. I like that Kentucky added Leary, so I think yeah. I'd probably go. Arkansas here, and then South Carolina. And I'm then, sorry, what? And then Kentucky. I don't think South Carolina is ready yet. So you have well. nine at nine, eight, and seven. Okay. Yeah, we're very different here then, because at nine, I'm assuming you either just overlook this team or you're just being stupid. At nine, I have Texas A&M. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, look. I, you think Texas A&M is a top six team? I don't know you that say they top are. Five, I'll, I'll punch you in the fucking mouth. I know that they are, but I don't. I don't know that they are. But I'm saying their talent is a lot better than these teams down here. I don't know. You're probably right. You're probably right. Hey, they probably belong down here. That's fine. So I would take. So you did three in a row. So I'll take A and M. Um, then I would have Kentucky and then Arkansas. And then South Carolina. So you got South Carolina as a top six team. Yeah. I don't think they're ready yet to, to take that next step. I think the recruiting is going to show up next year. I didn't um, think they were last year, though. That's true. That's true. Um, they they lost Jordan the Birch. They lost Jordan Birch and uh, mm-hmm. Gilbert Edmond off the D-line. Their O-line, not great. Didn't look good yeah, in the, off, in the uh, spring game. Got to win in the trenches in the SEC, my friend. Um all right, so then I guess you would go South Carolina, then plug in Ole Miss at five. Fuck. 
Yeah, I guess. I didn't think this one through, huh? All right, so your top four. Yeah. No, I think yeah. it pretty much tracks. Because you so have Sean Sill. Um, I, I like. See, so here, here's the thing. I, like, I think Jackson Dart looked good in the spring. I think I think Leary in Kentucky could be good. I don't know what that offensive line is going to have. They're, they're they're in a good position, I think, this year with Kentucky. It's also a team that's beaten South Carolina like five of the past seven or five of the past six, I guess, at this point. Six of the past seven, I don't know. I know they didn't last year. Um, but I will also say that, like, if Arkansas and South Carolina were in different divisions, I would have Arkansas ahead of South Carolina. Yeah, I agree. I see so, that, but just, uh, you yeah. do have two top. So that basically, that leaves us: LSU, Tennessee, Bama, Georgia. I'm guessing you're going to take Georgia in the number one spot. Yeah. All right. So, how are we ordering then? Bama, Tennessee, LSU. Is it that order there, or is it a little different? You go first. I would go Georgia, Bama, LSU, Tennessee. What? That's exactly what I would do. Oh, okay. Well, Jesus. I mean, it's not that. Bad. I was just I... hoping that you had something different in the top four, especially since your your sixth pick at A and M was so egregiously bad. I don't want to agree with you. Um, no, here's the thing. I'll just say I'll say it, and I'll we can say it as like a homer thing if we want to. That that team at number one is the number one team in the country. They're Definitely. the number one program in the country. They have every they have every possibility lined up very well for them to three peat. They play fucking no one. They play yep. fucking no one all season long. Even their first test is at the end of the year. Who are they supposed to play again? Oklahoma? But but like th- that That's aside. Not even, I'm just saying like they, they won six games last year. Right. And, and, I, and I fully understand if you're a Georgia fan, like it's frustrating to hear like the whole strength of schedule thing because it's like no one's anywhere remotely close to you. So that's part of why the reason why they like it yeah. looks so different. They've they're playing that it's like, Yeah. Yeah. But like. It's not like you were constantly bringing it. Like you, you played on the road against Notre Dame. Everything else has kind of been things you've scheduled against. Like, like the Clemson game was a was a neutral site. Oregon was a neutral site. You got a first year. Uh, like that like Clemson game was ten to three. By the way, let's not forget about that. So it's not like you've been like blowing out like some of these like you know those those type of games. Um, like Notre Dame was close. I think I think that like we in the SEC have a hard time giving any other conference credit. Um, and there's a big difference between like neutral site going on the road. And, and I know they were supposed to with Oklahoma and it wouldn't have mattered this year either way, but they don't play fucking anybody, anybody. Um, but I would just say that team at number two or, or say they're number four, who fucking cares? It's hard. Like, like put them at number four if you want. Yeah. You get both LSU and Tennessee at home. That Texas Texas game week two is going to be harder than than either than anyone else on that schedule. You got to go to Auburn. You get Ole Miss at home. Uh, you get Arkansas at home, and like at some point we're going to look up on this on this schedule and be like, "Well, Bama, that's a cheesy schedule." No, it's because they played five teams last year on the road when they were all ranked at the time they played them. And I'm just sure. telling you, this Friday night I will be in Mercedes Benz Stadium watching Taylor Swift sing 44 songs in a building that Kirby Smart has never beat Nick Saban in. And I'm just saying if they get if they get to December, if they get to December, I've said this a lot this offseason. I I think Georgia's the best team in the country, the best program in the country. But one loss, that entire fucking narrative changes. That entire narrative of because because they should have lost Ohio State last year. Mm. That whole narrative changes so quickly from like we own we own Bama, like Kirby Smart is daddy or what the fuck ever, into <laughs> man, he's now one in five against Bama. They're they're now they've lost eight of their last ten against Bama. They I mean it's just, sure. I'm just saying I mean, but I if you're looking forward not backward, Chris. Yeah, if we're looking forward, I'm very much looking forward to this. Because at this point, right. this is great. I, I can't wait. Away. This is going to be a great season. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, anything else? Awful. I mean, we got the draft this week. You got T Swift. Yeah. Anything so else for the listeners? Real quick, and then we'll. we'll, we'll okay. um, there's a couple things we just hit on. Like, um, 
Also, because uh, oh, we haven't gone for 45 minutes. Um, if there's any questions like that from the audience, definitely throw them out there. I have a, I have a mental health thing I'm going to throw out here in a second. You guys are going to love it. Um, so we were supposed to have a guest on. It was supposed to be Annie Agar, who is the hottest woman on the planet. I'll say it. Um, <laughs> you can't say that before she comes on. Well, she's probably going to come on now at this point. Oh, okay. um, God damn it. <laughs> no, I mean, right. she probably will. No, she's, she's awesome. She's hilarious. Um, uh, but but she like sent me a text yesterday and she was like, Yeah, I'm not gonna make it oh, on. So sick brag, bro. Yeah, the Aaron Rodgers thing. Um uh why don't you this? put us in a group text? No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> no, um, no, but so she was like, you know, the Aaron Rodgers trade is about to happen, so I'm I'm not gonna be good for tomorrow. I can't I can't do this. Um, which is fine. And we'll figure out a, t- a chance to bring her or a, a time to bring her back on. But um the the Aaron Rodgers trade, which was like too hard for me to even understand, like like all the all the draft picks and shit, it was too hard for me to even understand. Okay, there was a ton. There's like a ton of draft picks. Um, I thought that was interesting. Here's another thing that was good. According to a study from SBR Net, Auburn is the fastest shrinking fan base in college football over the last two years. The study claims that Auburn has lost 950,000 fans. Wait, well, who's measuring this? 47% of their fan base. Well, I mean, what, what, is, what does that even mean, Chris? I don't know. What what website are you quoting? It, it's This is from SDS. <laughs> this is, oh. I don't, um, what is that? That's to be like social media following, but like, why would you... Like unfollow. It's from SBR Net. SBR Net. Yeah. Sports okay, Business cool. Research Network. They've got 190 oh. followers, so you know they're good. Yeah, that's fair. How did um, we quote them if they have 190 followers? That's tough. Um, how's it feel to have Bryce Young get drafted first? We have questions. No. How's it feel to to all eight of us just Google that? First off, there's more than eight people in here. Dick. There was 69. Yeah, it was. That was cool. Um, Spencer Strider lost a no-hit bid in the eighth inning. He's got 12 Ks. Um, um, yeah, man. So draft this Thursday, and then we'll probably recap the draft on next next Monday, right? Yeah, so that happens. Um, uh, yeah, that's on Thursday. And so, and if you're if you're keeping up with it right now, um, that. They have Will Levis as number two. Yeah, that's. God, I mean, the Texans. Look, I the I guess it proved me wrong because I've talked shit about Will Levis being a top, like a, not only a, a top ten pick, but like even a first round yeah. pick. Uh, if he goes number two, I guess I, I guess I was totally wrong. Just like Baker Mayfield, you know. Yeah. Um. But the Will Levis thing. So I was saying this. To, I think it was to Lillian. She was like. Do you remember any of the bets that you've made about Will Levis? And I was like, no, because I probably didn't make them. She's like, I have all of them bookmarked. Mm. And I was like, why? What why are they? Do that? Because apparently, I said if Will Levis is drafted number one overall, okay, well, you're not, I will you're not. eat. I will eat a pair of jeans. <laughs> well, I do. I do recall that. Um, okay, but I will say so, that he's not going to get drafted number one. So who cares? If some travesty happens and Will Levis gets drafted, no, no, I will. That, there's going to be no better pod than when you have to eat a pair of jeans. Yeah, that'd be awful. I've been I've been trying to think of like what kind of Texas Pete sauce I would put on the jeans to even make them even good. Uh, you just sprinkle some. Yeah, um, Jeff Williams says, "Why did UGA and Oklahoma to cancel, but Bama and Texas didn't? Probably because Bama wanted to play a real schedule. I don't know." Ooh, um, okay. No, he said, real question, not a shot. It is something to do with uh, what Willie Gray said, like where since since it, that part of the series had already started, um, they did not cancel it. But since uh, Texas and Oklahoma will be joining the conference next year, it wouldn't have joined halfway in the middle of a home-and-home, home, if that makes sense. It um, does. What else we got? Anything? Or just nope. Mental, mental health. Mar- mental Monday. health. Mental health, and then we're signing off. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I just wanted to point this. I wanted to say something. um, Something I was thinking about all weekend. Tell I look away. Um, 
so most of you guys know, like, you know, it's not always the, the most, uh, we do this every Monday and Wednesday. We do this live. We get to interact with all you guys and you guys make the show great. Tyler, stop looking at me. Um, and so I was thinking about this this weekend. Um, today's not my favorite day. Today's April 24th. Today was the day I was supposed to be married. Um, and I was thinking about this because I was talking to one of my friends about it and talking to a therapist about it and how it's been three years and it's still something that bothers me. It's still something that comes up and still makes me super sad and makes me um, feel, I don't know, kind of bad about myself and embarrassed and all these things. And I, I kind of got to thinking about how important you guys are and important how um, this like little community we've built is um, and, and how helpful you guys have been through all these different things. And then also started to think about the fact that like, everyone's going through stuff. Everyone's always going through stuff. I know you guys get tired of, um, of, of hearing about, you know, some, like, you know, sometimes like whether it's like certain teams or certain problems or certain whatever, um, over and over. And, and I remember there was somebody that said this to me the other day that was like, um, you should be over it by now. And I'm not, and I'm, I'm, I've really kind of leaned into the fact that I've like, that I'm okay with that. And, um, there's a lot of stuff that happens in life that um, I think that all of us have to go through and wherever you are and wherever you're going through, I think that uh, the biggest thing that I've learned is that grief and growth have no timetable. Um, what you're going through, you don't have to be, you don't have to be over it right now. You don't have to be over it in certain, certain time period or, or what you're trying to get to ultimately at the end at your end goals, or like your, your personal goals and like your career goals, like any of those things, they don't have a timetable on them. It doesn't have to happen overnight. It doesn't have to happen next year. It doesn't have to happen in five years. You have a five-year plan. Fuck it. Have a 10-year plan. Have a seven-year plan. Make an make a prime number plan. Make a big 10 football score plan. Um, and all that's okay. And you're doing great. And I think that one of the biggest things that has happened, um, one of the biggest things, uh, thanks, Mike. One of the biggest things that I had to get through um, was hearing people say all the time, it's like, you know, it, you dodged a bullet. And then you think about the reverse of that being being the bullet that you feel like someone else dodged is a tough pill to swallow. But that being said, we're all on our own plan. I feel like in our own path and stuff like that. And there's a reason why, why things do happen and it sucks and it hurts. Um, but there's no fucking timetable for grief or growth. So if anyone needs to talk, anyone needs to get through shit, we're here for you. We love you. We appreciate all of, all of you guys listening each and every week. Um, and that's it. Well said, my friend. We'll leave the pod with that. Thank you for tuning in. Good luck watching the draft, everybody. I'll talk to you next week, or at least I will. See you Bye. guys.